everyone. Welcome to Ozonomics, a podcast created for and by students in introductory economics classes at SUNY Oswego. In this series, we'll have discussions about various economic principles and how they apply to our day-to-day lives. Are you ready? Let's go! Hi, everyone. This podcast features Caroline and Taylor, myself, as we will be discussing certain economic topics and looking at how they apply to real-life examples. I will take the first part, and Caroline will talk about the second half of our topics. Today, we are going to discuss opportunity cost and sunk cost. These are very important things to talk about and acknowledge in the world of economics. Now, let's get into what these terms mean. The opportunity cost is the cost of the next best alternative use. It is calculated in terms of the other good. On the other hand, the sunk cost is the money spent on goods or services which cannot be recovered, such as paying for rent. While these ideas sound like they may have some similarities, they are actually totally different concepts. First, let's take a look at opportunity cost and dive in a bit further to see how it works. In an example, a person can produce either 50 units of wheat or 100 units of rice by using all the available resources in a given season. So, what is the opportunity cost of one unit of wheat? When we are considering this question, we want to determine what we gave up or lost with the production of another good. So, in this case, what did we lose in terms of rice by producing one unit of wheat? Are we giving up wheat or rice when we use our resources to produce one more unit of wheat? The answer is the alternative, which is rice. Therefore, in this case, when we produce one unit of wheat, our opportunity cost is two units of rice. Now that we applied opportunity cost to real life example, let's take a look at an example of sunk cost. Think about whether this statement is true or false. Advertisements are a sunk cost. Now before we answer, let's remember that sunk costs are money that is spent on goods or services that cannot be recovered. So this example can be kind of tricky because when we think of it in terms of advertising, it seems like it is not a sunk cost because the potential revenue that ads could bring in could be good, but it could also be bad. Therefore, advertisement expenses are considered sunk costs. It is money that once a company or individual spends, they are unable to recover. Before Caroline takes over, I'm going to talk about short-run average costs and the way that it appears on a graph. When we consider short-run costs, we are talking about things that happen in the short term, such as parts of the production process that will occur over short-term output. I have another true or false statement that I want you to consider. The short-run average cost is U-shaped. So when we say U-shaped, we're talking about in terms of how it appears on the graph. So I'll say it one more time. The short-run average cost is U-shaped, true or false. This answer is true. The short run average cost is U-shaped on a graph because of the law of variable proportion. This law states that while the quantity of one variable factor is changed, the quantities of other remain fixed. So this is how we end up with a U-like shape on the graph. Thanks, Taylor, and welcome again, everyone. As Taylor mentioned, we are discussing opportunity cost versus sunk cost today. Sunk cost is a cost that we have already incurred. This cost cannot be recouped as it is already attempted to expend whereas opportunity cost is something that a person should take into account as it is the value of a fog on activity or an alternative when another activity or opportunity is taken. Opportunity cost should have to be measured while making decisions. Let's look at a couple more scenarios. If we state that the gap between average cost curve and average variable cost curve increases as production increases, but why? We can argue that it is true because the law of variable proportion applies. 
or we could say it is false because the average fixed cost decreases as production increases. We could even go so far as to say both are correct or neither are correct. Any thoughts on this? Well, in this example, the argument that the gap between the average cost curve and the average variable cost curve increases as production increases is incorrect because the average fixed cost decreases as the production increases. In this next example, we state that the average variable cost is minimum when marginal cost is equal to it. Is this the case? Why? We can either say that yes, it is because the marginal cost curve cuts the average cost at its minimum point, or yes, it is because the marginal cost is the ratio of the change in total variable cost and the change in output. In this scenario, both are correct. The average variable cost is minimum when marginal cost is equal to it because the marginal cost curve cuts the average cost at its minimum point, and also because the marginal cost is ratio of change in total variable cost and change in output. So to reiterate what we've touched on today, the opportunity cost is the cost of the next best alternative use, which is calculated in terms of other goods, while the sunk cost is the money spent on goods which cannot be recovered, such as rent. Thank you for listening today. We hope you learned a little more about these topics and their importance to economics. So long and stay safe. There you have it, folks, on another edition of Ozonomics, where economics becomes easier for Oswego students to understand, where you get your money that you pay for your tuition's worth. If you feel like being ahead of the curve, grab a seat, grab your phone, shift your fingers left and right, and download Ozonomics on the podcast app. See you later. The introduction to this podcast was provided by Kate Soans and Gabriella Schaff. Michael Kalawali provided the outro. Music by Lobo Loco. Music